Hey everybody, out here at uh, Eatery by Ryan, and this is uh, Fort Myers uh, restaurant, very, very popular. And I got the chef here. Chef, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody? Ryan Morrow, the Eatery by Ryan. Uh, and how long you been in business, Chef? Coming up on seven years already. Wow, yeah, time, time flies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was gonna ask you with your experience of opening this place, did you come from like a culinary school background? Nothing. Just, so just I just love food, but you know, I was in the restaurant business at a very young age. I mean, I was washing dishes at a family-owned place okay. at thirteen. Gotcha. You know? so, I mean, me Plus, too. I started know, as a dishwasher. Right. Plus, tables cooked, and then eventually, most of my career was uh, bartending for twenty-two years. Oh wow! So, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. But I mean, like, what was your kind of like feeling about going into cooking? What made you want to do that, or what drove you to want to be well, that? When I was younger, it was like you know you. You, know, you, you go to college, and when you graduate college, people give you money to open a restaurant, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right, opposite <laughs> of, of real life. Uh -huh. And then once you have a restaurant, people work for you, and you get to sit back and do nothing. Not so, the case. But, you know, as that <laughs> dwindled away, yeah, 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 yeah. I always still did want my own restaurant. You know, okay. As, as, Okay. But as far as your cooking techniques and all this, where did you develop all So that? I'm from South Jersey, right outside Philadelphia, so... Where I grew up, you know, other than Philadelphia and cheesesteaks and things, every corner had delivery pizza and cheesesteaks and wings. And there was just so, so much competition. Yeah. And I would be, I, I used to, you know, cook there. I used to deliver, deliver food there. So mm -hmm. that's where I really did that. And then obviously loving food and mm -hmm. being in the bar scene and being with bar food. Mm -hmm. you know. So you never worked under like a big time chef or anything nope. where he kind of took you I under his wing until I opened the door here. <laughs> that, that's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you kind of just winging it, right? Oh, I, and I did wing it. You know, I bought this place and nothing was on the walls. I opened the doors and mm -hmm. it grew with me. I grew with it and it grew with me. And we started hanging pictures up and got a vibe and got a, a thing going. And, uh -huh. and that's what you see now. And as far as like your inspiration of like coming up with these dishes and things, did you kind of like maybe watch the food network or something that made you watch the, i don't even know these big time chefs or any, anything like that really <laughs> i promise you but i mean you didn't have the interest of no, watching people i, I just or... know what i like and i would add to it i i, I like to cook a lot of flavor mm -hmm. you know and people are like you can't do that and i'm like i'm gonna do it and they're yeah. like you can't cook spicy food no one's gonna come eat it yeah and i do it you know and that's in trial and error yeah you just kind of do your thing yeah. and kind of see I how just it believe goes in, you know putting certain flavors together and something that other people wouldn't do yeah i'm gonna try it and if i like it and that's my kind of i'm the test dummy yeah because i must have these taste buds that other people like i don't uh -huh. i don't know uh -huh. but uh if i like it i'm like i'm putting it on the menu okay and then i was gonna ask the big question like here in florida when COVID hit what was going on here and like how did you handle that whole thing how'd you navigate that so we took the we went down to what was it was just takeout at one point okay and i was like i'm not it's not even worth my time yeah so took that we took a three weeks a month off mm -hmm. came back we you know we had to have spacing at that point and stuff like that but we opened the doors and because we have outdoor seating it was we were jamming okay yeah Okay. And then like when, when you had the, the restaurant where you're doing to goes, were you in, responsible to keep employees employed or did you lay off some people? So How when we were doing it to go, I would have all, you know, staff members here taking care of that. But when I said we took three weeks off, I think with the tops, three weeks a month. 
Okay. Okay. Because, yeah. I mean, like, I noticed a lot of places were doing that to-go thing. Like, if you think about places like New York, Boston, Chicago, I felt like those places that were doing that, the rents were so high, there was no way they were going to make it through that. You're not going to make yeah. it on to-go food. Yeah, that's why I said it was, it, and I hate to say, say that, wasting my time, but it was just not worth coming in. Right. That, you know. And during COVID, did you actually get sick? Did you have that thing where you can't I, smell and taste? I didn't. I got it way after COVID. Okay. And I did have to take a, uh, 10 days off or something like that. And did you was, have the smell and taste I, thing? I couldn't taste anything. Oh, it was actually man. everything. I started eating and that's how I, I knew it was coming down a bit. Yeah. Everything was tasting funny. I'm like, it's not right. Right. <laughs> right. This right. This isn't right. 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 Then I was scared that I wasn't going to get it back. Yeah. But but other than that, did you have like the fever? Did you I have had any- the chills. Okay. Oh, man, the chills are bad. And then yeah. it was almost like one day, it was one symptom, next day a different symptom, and the next day a different symptom. It wasn't continuous for everything. Wow. But that was way after COVID. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like a year and a half. After See, day. for me, mm-hmm. it's like that whole period. I think I got lucky where I never caught it because I never lost my smell, never lost the taste. And I, and I never really got super sick. Right. I never had that issue. And then some of my clients, they would uh, have like a PA with them, like that would have like a test kit right. where they would test me before I walked in the house. Because right. for me, COVID was like a big thing where my business almost doubled. Right. Because everybody yeah, that was yeah. older, they were scared to go into like a busy restaurant right. And they'd have me come and do the meals for them for maybe a week. So you had to get tested. Yeah. So the deal was sometimes at the door, they would make me do the swab test. Okay. And thank God every time I passed. (laughs) I can't even get this stuff, though. Yeah. It's like no big deal. But um, yeah, that was like a really weird time. And I felt bad for some of these restaurants that maybe they were forced to shut down and like maybe lay people off. Yeah. But I mean, I'm glad to hear that you didn't have to do that. No, no. We're very fortunate. And I want to say, like, I've eaten here, and I think your food is great. And I want to say, like, with your clientele, would you say it's like a younger crowd, like college kids? You know, people ask me this all the time. You're a college place, and there's some days this whole patio is filled with bottomless mimosa college kids. Uh-huh. But then there's days like today, it's a normal mixture of normal people uh-huh. that, that come in, and it's, it's, it's very diverse. It's, it's, how did you do with advertising? Like when you first opened, did you do a lot of I promoting? Didn't. I tried to, you know, share things on Facebook like normal yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, and then as I kept going, I learned what works, what doesn't work. And now, you know, I do a lot of radio. Mm-hmm. I, f- I find that works, especially okay. like ESPN and, and okay. the morning shows. All right. Things like that. Getting on TV helped a lot. Okay. Um, things like this help a lot. Yeah. But I, I learned about you through Facebook. Right, right. All the young people were like posting Sharing, pictures sure. of their breakfast. It seems like breakfast that's is what the, you know, that's why the big when thing. The food goes out, it's got to look good. Even when the mimosa comes out, it's got to be rimmed. It has to have gummy yeah. bears on it. You catch people's eyes. Like, what is that? Where can I get it? You yeah. Know? No, I, I mean, I think the marketing for what you're doing and the way you're doing it, it's very effective. Yeah. So it seems to me like you do have a young following where people are always posting you. Well, those are the people that share more right compared to you know like i don't go out and share 
right. my pictures. So right. when they're here and they share, that definitely helps. Uh-huh. What about like, did you do anything like a YouTube channel or do you no. kind of do anything? Mm. Like- I wish I would. <laughs> I wish I knew someone I could do it. I'm going to send them over. But but what what a lot of chefs are doing, like reels where they're like, hey, watch me build this right, dish. Yeah. See, I would love to learn that. I mean, I think that's a good thing to do where people are kind of like promoting like what they do and the cuisine. It's just the thing is, is like a lot of people are busy where they're like, hey, I'm busy putting I'm out busy. this stuff. I don't have yeah. time to like yeah. get out my phone. And You know, I've had people in here and they would just follow me around with the camera like we did a TV show and they, they would just, I had a normal day. Uh-huh. And and they just followed you around and that was that was fun yeah you know but yeah yeah, i can see what you're saying when you have to slow your pace down right because we don't have that shutdown mode yeah we're you know zero to 60 and we stay at 60 for a couple hours and sometimes i'll get people that'll knock my food for what i do because they'll be like oh the lighting's terrible i'm like dude i'm actually doing a party (laughs) yeah i'm not i don't have a camera guy in here with lighting i'm like i'm really doing this this. isn't a setup yeah this is is like fast pace and guess what i don't have a heat lamp (laughs) yeah i don't (laughs) know what i mean yeah like you know you're uh, you're at somebody's house there's like no props and all that um the other thing i was going to ask you about what's it like for you to hire people because i've heard a lot of horror stories that they can't find the right employees the kids don't want to work people don't show up have you had a lot of trouble I'm very with that? fortunate with i have a lot of college the girls are sororities and fraternities uh-huh. so they always have you know when they graduate they have no someone younger so okay. it recycles through uh-huh. and it helps because when i get that younger person and then there's a new generation of college kids that are freshmen they learn the eateries place to go you know so that helps okay. so no problem with servers and an expo or a dishwasher or something like that and everybody cooks, shows up cooks i can't find okay okay <laughs> but i'm saying like as far as cooks we were talking earlier like you you're kind of hesitant about training or bringing them in what like what are your thoughts on hiring? i'm very controlling so yeah. i never wanted to i said if i'm going to be here I do it myself. Gotcha. I've been doing it six and a half years, seven days a week. I cook every meal almost. Like that. Right, right. Uh, but it's at a point now, so I'm a little tired, a little beat up. Mm-hmm. It's time to diversify, like you said, and, yeah. and go open something else or, or do something. So I got to step away at some point. Right. And that's going to be the, the trick for me is training someone and let's get that ball rolling. Sure, sure. And then like, what about the restaurant being seasonal? Are you having like lulls or do you think you're very consistent yeah, from consistent summer now. and all summer, that? Just, it's a normal day now. Okay. I mean, obviously it slows down a little bit. Right. Not where you're like, oh my God, I can't pay my bill, you know. See, that was my worry. Yeah. Like people are sometimes like, do you ever want to open a restaurant? And I always kind of question that I feel like this coast is very seasonal. Right. Where you'd be jamming in Miami. Right. Like if you were in Miami, it never stops. Right. But I do kind of feel Fort Myers, these areas have a slow season. But I think, like I said, you have the local following where right. you probably do stay really right. steady. Yeah. Were those places on 5th, maybe 5th Avenue, that's Naples? Diff- that's a different animal. They yeah, might have, you know, because they have the high rents. Right. Like there's definite right. pressure down there. You're right about that. So I think you've been lucky. Um, what about, let's talk about the hurricane. What did you suffer or tell me like what your experience was? Like, I think we just talked about power issues. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm very fortunate compared to tell the people you know it almost tears me up to you know be that lucky and to think about what everyone else lost but um very fortunate lost power mm-hmm. a week we got that back we opened up right away i had to piece together food 
Yeah. And then finally oh yeah, yeah. We did have a little bit of issues yeah, was, with you know getting finding I to to Costco. I, had to go to, I even went to Publix and spent the extra money just yeah. to have things on the menu to, to get open. Okay. Um, so you couldn't like like traditionally you don't deal too much with like a Cisco or yeah, a Cheney. Yeah, I, I do use Cheney, but during that they but, were shut down. Right. Okay. And, and they, some things I couldn't get, you know, and then to open them, I didn't have the truck that day. I had a truck a couple days later. Okay. You know, but replenishing a whole <laughs> a whole kitchen is like I would I would guess like a blessing for you is Restaurant Depot. Yeah, of course, and because they, they have everything, they have everything, but they're st- still struggling because they didn't have power. Uh, and see, I wasn't aware. So they, weren't, they weren't getting. They How weren't long getting were shipments. they closed? They weren't closed. They were open, but they were out of a lot of stuff. <laughs> everything I would need, like eggs, oh, potatoes. Shoot! Like that, you know. So you really had to come up with yeah. an idea. Yeah. Huh? See, these are pressures with owning a restaurant. It, I wouldn't know anything stop. about. There's a headache every day. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. See, I was saying, uh, you know, off camera that I got lucky with my businesses where I diversified. Yeah. Where I have Sarasota, I have Tampa. Plenty of work in Naples and Marco. The only downturn that I suffered was a lot of people put deposits for me to come out three months, maybe two months in advance, right. where I had a lot of bookings for Captiva and Sanibel. Right. That's gone. You know what I mean? So everybody was calling that I had business with canceling. Right. But like I said, thank God I had you different had areas, areas that were to... jamming. Let's go, let's go. Because yeah. if you were in Sarasota, you would have no... Doesn't look you like anything know, happened. Yeah, it happen. Everything looks great. Right. Um, and then, as far as the hurricane, did you have any issues with the employees losing work? No, uh, <laughs> I worked. They worked pretty hard, so they were kind of happy with their week uh, off. A little break. <laughs> yeah. A little break. I got. They're like, oh, we have to come back to work already. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got to make some money back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like some of these guys. I mean, I've heard stories where you know you're not dealing with it, but if they own a restaurant. They would go through like 150 employees to find the right one. To find the, yeah. And I was like, are you sit, are you yeah. serious? 150? Yeah. And it's like, you have no idea. One guy will show up, next day he doesn't show up. And that's the, the hard part about owning a restaurant. And I was like, damn. But I mean, I think one of the bonuses that you have is your restaurant's fairly small, where you got more right. control. And, like you're not dealing with like right. 50 to 100 seats. Why right. don't you tell me about the capacity of the inside, what you could do on the outside? Yeah, we have about 95 seats, about 40 inside and a lot out here. Okay. Um, so when we get rolling, <laughs> it gets bombarded. Because yeah. I have a small kitchen too, you know. Right. People go to First Watch or somewhere else and they have five cooking areas. Uh-huh. I have one. And I'm almost doing the same numbers as these places, you know. So. Right. With with this area here, can you pretty much do whatever you want yes. seat wise? Is yes. there rules? Like no, as long as it looks good. Okay. Yeah. So the, you the just kind of have a landlord really, that right. looks at they it. They don't really bust my bust huh. me up too much about it. Wow. Okay. So inside, I saw that there's booths. There's some uh, high tops. Yeah, high tops and low tops. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I think it's a great setup, and it's like, I'm just wondering with a restaurant like this. If you can hire someone to run the kitchen a little bit better and like not that you don't do it good, but like you trust somebody. Right. But if you stepped away, what would be your next plan of would you open another one or what do you think? I wouldn't do the same thing. It's too complex of a menu to to, to do again. Uh, Quality of life is great. You know, uh, getting off work at three, four o'clock every day and being able to go home to your kids. Yeah, that is cool. Being in this business, we don't really see that. Right. You know, right. so that's it's weird adjustment for me to have that. But uh I'm a go getter, so I always want you know, like 
it's it's fun, but I'm home too much. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody would ever say that. But uh-huh. uh, next up is a toss up. Do I do a quick, you know, like a cheesesteaks and wings? Okay, and like a takeout, like a you know, like a crux or something like right, that. Right, right. Or do I want to do my all time goal? Was you know my I want a, a bar. Okay, I was a bartender for twenty two years before this. So. Okay. Okay, you know, so you kind of missed that. Yeah, not not the bartender, but, <laughs> but that. And, kinda... and then you got to think food costs is what it is nowadays. You know that. Yeah, and liquor still has that yeah. that market. Well, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. With your place, I know you serve beer, right? Yeah, beer and wine. And is that popular? Do a lot of people drink beer in the afternoon and morning? Get, <laughs> <laughs> we do Bloody Marys and bottomless mosas right when we open the door every wow. day, and, and people then, order it; they want it. Oh, they every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I see. I don't know what that's oh, yeah. like. It's it's pretty impressive sometimes. Okay. <laughs> and then with your business plan, what made you decide that? Hey, I only want to do breakfast and lunch. Is it just because you want that family balance, like where you're actually home? At first, I was, and I even for a brief time did open nighttime. I, and you I just was planned seen on it. it. Wasn't. And then I was had someone running nighttime, so I could go home and do things like that. And then he ended up leaving, and then I was like, I don't want to do it. Right. You know, and then I saw how much money I was making without having to pay a cook at nighttime. And, uh-huh. and then having that night off, I was like, this is a good lifestyle for a little bit. But could you, do you think you could have done a night thing? I could have been if, successful. If I was here and I was, you know, hands on and put my all into it. Yeah. Well, what do you think the hours would have been like shut down? Or- oh, well, I would just ran a regular till 10, 9, till 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Cause I do feel like there is a bit of a bar crowd. That maybe I kind of feel like this area is lacking. Yes. We need a place that's open to like two, three in the morning right. that There's serves that awesome many, food. Right. So, you know, not to give people tips on how to get rich, <laughs> but if I had a restaurant, I would love to do like a tapas kind of right. menu mm-hmm. where it's like small bites, really good high end stuff. Right. But close at like two, three. Because people still go, especially hospitality people. Yeah. Those are the people spending the money. They go out after work. You know? Yeah. I mean, not to knock Denny's, but I don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, you know, late night. And you I, can't get a cocktail either. Right, right. So so if I were to ask you, like, what would be like a future goal of yours? Or do you have a goal in mind now that you're here and you're comfortable? What, right. what do you think? Probably would be a, a bar with That's your food, big thing. yeah. yeah. Okay, so that, not, definitely it. not another restaurant. Well, I mean, a bar but with the, the you right, said the wings right, yeah. and whatever. No, I would definitely do. I've you know menu items that I don't have here because it's not nighttime. You know, so okay. I would love to be able to to do that. Yeah, but also have a you know a restaurant bar. See, I think like a big thing that could be like a food truck. Did anybody kind of push you into like oh, maybe trying all something? the time? I still <laughs> all the time. But but you don't really want to do no, that. No, no. I see people that have food trucks, know people that have food trucks, and it's just not. Either they love it or they're like, what the hell did I get myself into? See, the big complaint I hear, it's like too hot in there. The stuff breaks all the time. You got to be like handy. Well, people are like, oh, it's low overhead. I'm going to make so much money. But then you know you have to go out to certain places. You have to pay them right, to be there. Right. And then you have to sell that food, you know, right. make sure you get that out the window. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The other thing, like, I think a lot of people don't understand about food trucks is you can't just park anywhere and start no. making money. No, you can't go. There's rules. Right. Like, like I'm like, sure. People like, there should be a food truck on Four Myers Beach before the hurricane. But you can't. You can't. Or right. go downtown. Why can't you go downtown and just open right. park in the parking lot? Right. Not allowed. Right. And the big area, like in Naples, that Celebration, Celebration Park. Yeah. So what I hear about that is they rotate. 
Like right. you can't just think, hey, I'm going to be here be for a week. The, right. It doesn't work and like you have that. To pay to be there. Right. So that was the big thing. Like people were like telling me for a pandemic, dude, you got to do the food truck. Mm. I'm like, dude, you don't understand. Yeah. It's just not going to work here. Yeah. Like, like I, I was saying like another coast like Miami, I think maybe you do a little more business doing that kind of thing out there. Right. Or like a Tampa. Tampa, yeah. But, well, look, man, I think you're jamming here. I think you got the recipe that is making things work for you here. Thank you. And uh, I, you know, I'm going to continue to follow your career, man. And I and I wish you the best. And, and thanks for coming on, for man. On yeah, we're going to do the Lambo <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Thank you. All right, man. Thanks I for coming it. on. Thank you.